The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I don't keep it. Hi everyone, this is Sarah. Hi, this is Megan. We are back with It's Always the Husband podcast. Welcome. Yes, we're so glad you're listening. Thank you for tuning in. Um, and we had a little break last week. Yeah. We just couldn't couldn't well i went out of town yeah uh on the weekend you had a fun trip yeah and so i didn't get back until monday and you it was an active the, trip the th- so. it was very yeah. active and i did a lot of outdoorsing yeah um <clears throat> and fruit wine drinking yes which um which gave me different. diabetes yeah got, beats. <laughs> got the beats just like raquel uh but type Two. Type two. Because of, uh, instant onset. Yes. Uh, because of the sugar content in the fruit wine. There was no fruit in this wine. It tasted like complete butthole. Like melted, those with, melted icy pops. Yeah. Cough syrup and oh. then sugar on top of Ish. it. Ish. In many different like cherry was or Was there a lot berry. of people there or was there just. Oh my God. Yes. Is it the only place to get booze on there? I can't even explain this place to you, but, um, and then after you do the, the sugar tasting, the sugar licking, um, of like the 13 kinds of fruit wine, then you get a pour and they literally, I, I didn't want, I didn't like any of them and I'm not a wine snob. No. It just literally tasted worse than Kool-Aid. Oh. And... Um, yeah. So then they give you this giant pour. So I slammed that. And then, uh, I was pretty drunk at that point. Also probably on a sugar high. Yes. And my insulin, the insulin spiked. Yeah, it was spiked. And then, um, they did have some wine slushies that they make and you can take home and drink. And so my sister-in-law and I decided to get that. And got home and it was real hard to drink. Yeah. Because I think we were coming down by that time and we just, we didn't want to go back up. No. Um, so fruit, fruit wine is not my favorite. And I laughed really hard thinking about Schitt's Creek, the fruit wine episodes. <laughs> the two friend when she got her own signature flavor and she was like, I hate all these. <laughs> because that's how I felt what's the truth (laughs) yeah so thanks for letting me take a little vacay and hanging out with my fam yeah we're back we are back we're back we are going to we watched for this week's episode we watched another Susan Lucci we call it deadly affairs if you haven't seen it you just have to watch these because they're they're bonkers um, the stories are pretty good, but the reenactments are something else. And they're crazy. I mean, they're good. They're crazy stories. And Susan Lucci is a weird ass 
narrator. She's super hammy, but she's being yeah. a soapy, hammy. Yeah, she's supposed to be. Uh, yeah. Campy. And again, she's 119. Yeah. And she looks pretty good for 119, I think. Yeah. I mean, she is very thin. Well, Alarmingly thin, but. Yes. I mean, what can you? What not can everyone you can be no, as not hot as I am. Can you be know, a fatty. not everyone <laughs> can have a gun like this, right. bitch. Yeah, we uh, did into deep. It's season one, episode one. So right from the start, into deep, and this one takes place in 2008 so we'll bring you some 2008 facts but first we have two new patreons which is so amazing we're so happy sarah dorner thank you so much for joining we love that you joined patreon and thank you so much is she a burt reynolds i think so she's a smoky or a john travolta Oh my! And Jill God. Bradley, Jill, thank you so much. Thank We're so glad you. that you listened and found us and joined and support us and help us out because really it does help out immensely. It does. Um, and We're so grateful. Someday when we make it big in the podcasting world, you'll be the first to really. You're have, damn you know, straight. Found us. You will have. <laughs> you'll the be so proud of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be like, I knew it was... I knew it before it was a thing. Crazy bitches before... Yeah. That's going to happen, right? I'm sure it will. Okay. Of course. It certainly will. Because in the 99 degree heat, the deodorant testing factory has... Uh, um, it sucks balls on a great day. never smelled so rank. Um, and it's really bad now. Yeah. It's almost unbearable to the point where... I would much rather be in an insane asylum. <laughs> You've always but then sort always. of wanted to yeah. go there. With I kind of want to go, but <laughs> now wicker, I really wicker. like might earn a spot there <laughs> for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah! It's Jamie like a, will Betty Broderick you. Yeah, there. he will. Yep. He'll just say she's crazy, and then since he has a penis, people believe him. They'll say, "Of yep. course she is." But we have noticeably a lot of. Patreons and listeners coming from again, like I said, the wonderful states of Ohio, and I'm calling making a Dayton shout out for one Ooh. of our wonderful listeners who wanted me to, you know, really? call out Dayton, Dayton. in particular. Um, but beautiful Ohio has given us many listeners. Thank so you, that's Ohio. really good. And, and Illinois as well. Ohio also in Texas. Illinois. I mean, Ohio gave the babes in toyland song as well oh well remember it absolutely has and nanny t.i cincinnati i need one hard spelling i need one for dayton now d-a-y-t-o-n see that kind of works dayton ohio the best town in oh thank you to those states we have i mean california's been coming in hard we love our listeners in california um, and even at Minnesota, we still people who know us actually do listen again and listen to our terrible voices and it's crazy and listen to us on their own time, even after I, spending I time with it. us at the deodorant factory. <laughs> That's incredible. After they spend yeah. time with us, they, they know what we look like in person yes. and we're vile and they still listen. It's awesome. 
And I have a personality some... that's very harsh. No, you don't. Um, I have a personality that is a buzz kill. <laughs> <laughs> that is. Uh, well, we're both have been told we have a resting bitch face. Yeah, yeah. And that is true. That is true. My, and I think it, mine is intentionally to have people avoid. To ta- yeah, to be off-putting. And mine and is not at all. all. No, I you're was the opposite. Just, I was just blessed yeah. with this fucking resting bitch face. Right. My own, well, Nut Bar told us last Your night. Nut Bar told, me told last you night, that it's severe. And I need Botox immediately. Yeah. She does like to top floor, top to bottom. Uh, rip, tear you apart rip me a new one yeah as i but i like it thanks you know? not as me i mean she does to me too but i like it. oh yeah are know. you gonna talk about your oh my god total closet makeover yeah, I did, that well, Bar did with you my friends i guess told me <laughs> that i should stop buying clothes off of weak old corpses and that it wasn't cool uh. I mean, and I knew it wasn't cool, but I thought, hey, you know what? Pinch a penny, save oh, a penny. Yeah. <laughs> pinch it. And then pinch it, save it by buying underwear off this corpse. No. I guess that's not okay. <laughs> I guess that is off putting. At times, yes. That is not accepted in public. No. Society frowns upon that. As so, do your dear, yeah. dear friends. Yeah. So I did. I threw away like seven bags. I couldn't donated. Threw away. Well, threw some. Had to be thrown, and then the rest yes. I donated. Oh yeah. Um, but then I had no clothes, and so Nutbar took me shopping, yeah. and she was very good. Except she had me try on the one short pants that were also bell bottoms at the bottom, and I said, "I look like I'm in a calypso band, or <laughs> I look like Gilligan." I, I look think- like I've been stranded on an island and I am going to sing a Calypso song with Desi Arnaz <laughs> and Lucy. I wish. And I looked terrible. And of course, Cassie was like, oh, my God, they're fantastic. And I said, I look like a buffoon. I think buffoon. I have those pants. Were you a- at the boutique? Yes. Yeah, I think I bought No, those. I was at Giggle. It was Giggle oh, Girls. Yeah, I think I have some of those. Actually, it was really great because absolutely they horrific. have a... Uh, elastic. No, they fit well, but they were horrific. I I mean, I seriously looked like I had some mental deficiencies and was infirm. (laughs) 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 Like people, people would come up to me and help me cross the street wearing those pants. And you're like, no, I've got this. Yeah, like I can just cross the street. They would say, oh my gosh, you know, (laughs) ask me where my helmet is. And I would say, oh, it's just the pants. I'm really okay. It's really just the pants. That's how awful these pants were. No, I couldn't believe it, listeners. I I said, show me the picture. She, she texted and was like, I'm throwing clothes away. And I just, my butthole yeah, blew did. out of my butthole. And I you said, I don't believe this. Show me the pictures. And then she showed me bags, garbage bags full of clothes. I took her word for it that they actually were clothes and not that she was just stuffing well, it. They were. With, They're in the garage. Yeah. And then I asked, where's the burgundy cardigan? I kept it, but then I got rid of it. Yeah. And she, and she told me, uh, I think I didn't put that one in there. And I was like, you fucking go to your closet and get it and put it in there. I did. Then. That thing had holes in it, Sarah. It had holes, but it holes. was holy. 
I mean, it was purposeful holes. But also holes. Yeah. Well. And it's gone now. It is. Rest in peace. So I did. I got all new clothes. That was. Burgundy cardigans. That was fun. Yay. It was fun. I got new shoes and stuff too. But yeah, it was. I stepped out of the car to go shopping with Netbar, and she was appalled by what I was wearing to go shopping. <laughs> oh yeah, she and did it was take a violently appalled. Did you throw those leggings away? I did the nub leggings. They're gone. They're gone. Thank I don't even have them. God. Okay. Good. She was terribly embarrassed by me. And then we went into our first store, and she pretty much was like, "This is a gargoyle." <laughs> And this gargoyle needs new clothes. And I just said, I guess I'm just a gargoyle hanging out doing gargoyle. Hashtag gargoyle life. Hashtag live in La Vida gargoyle. <laughs> I guess I'm the ugliest bitch in Prior Lake. <laughs> you better find some clothes for me. I'm a hideous monster. And he came back just yep. a fucking like goddess no but i mean i just have clothes without holes in them now you wore one of the shirts i did it was cute melanie i heard melanie say that is the cutest shirt and i was like yeah see it's never happened to just me a before. little effort yeah and from melanie of all people <laughs> yeah she doesn't, she doesn't give compliments compliments do not come no uh, abundantly with her. So, what was your what's your shit that doesn't reek or uh, suck? <laughs> <laughs> shit that doesn't suck for the week. My shit that doesn't reek or <laughs> suck for the week uh, is uh, this new summer drink that I found. That uh, I, I mean, we we talk a lot about. Minnesota weather and how it's just insanely it's cold. It's so fucked. It's insanely cold and then it rains for like three weeks straight. And then right now it's scorching earth hot. Hotter than the sun god's butthole. I, Who yeah. Was the sun god. I forget. There was uh, something like that. I know. Helios, maybe. I don't know. From Greek or Roman times. We'll come up with uh, it. But his butthole, hotter than that. It was hotter. Th- it's hotter than that right now. Um, It's been like 99. We don't get betweens. No. There's no happy, se- pleasant 70s Never. or 75s. Nope. It's freezing and then scorching. Correct. Correct. Uh, so what I found, uh, what I do like in Minnesota summers is I love to have a cold beer. Like... I'm a Prosecco drinker through and through. I'm drinking it right now. I swear to God, I'll never find another drink that I love as much as Prosecco. But sometimes on Minnesota summer days, I yep, need a beer. It's very good. And we talked a little bit about how we like even like it out of a cooler. Like it has to be on ice because it just tastes yeah. so good. So anyway, I just happened across. I was in the beer cooler at the liquor store and there was Bud Light Lemonade. Um, right. I'm not a fan of like Trulies or White Claws. I love real life LaCroix, but I just can't tolerate those. I don't know why I hate them so much, but I do. And I thought I'll give this a shot. And it was you love it. fucking delicious. Yeah. It was a huge hit. Did you try some last I did. Night? I, I liked yeah, it. And right. I like the yeah. lime too. 
I like the Bud Light Lime too, yeah. but this I liked it because it was summery. Refreshing. Yeah. It's summery. Right. So Bud Light yeah. Lemonade it was a hit. is my shit that doesn't reek, reek. stink, suck. <laughs> Mine is, um, and again, we don't have ads. So no. these aren't ads. No. We're not being paid for these, of That's course. That's really too fucking um, bad. We pay the people still. <laughs> We're like, they can we talk us. about this, please? Um, Mine is my Nordic track that I just got. I literally, as you know, you Finally. may be surprised that my treadmill was 18 years old. No. I know that shocks you that I kept that <gasps> old deer what? for 18 mm-hmm. years. So I thought it was time for me to upgrade. Mm-hmm. I deserve an upgrade because I used it still all the time, my treadmill. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jamie runs like all like huge long distance runs all the time but he refused to go on my treadmill because it was so old and shitty yeah so i bought a nordic track like commercial grade um big ass huge nordic track it the getting it and i'm i'm probably super late to this so everybody's like well duh um but everybody has a peloton i guess um i wanted a treadmill so jamie could run as well yeah um, it's super big. It's like the widest and longest. Um, the delivery was an ordeal. Yep. Bringing it in the house was an ordeal. Yep. And putting it together was an ordeal. So you have to kind of be, I guess that's kind of Nordic track. Be prepared to have it take two months to get your Nordic track. But it comes with like the iFit. And I love that. You walk on, you do little walks and then your treadmill automatically rises and lowers when you're hiking. And I've been traveling oh. all over Zimbabwe. I've done eight treks and I've learned all about um, Victoria Falls and I walk along the Zambezi River and all this. And it's they, the guides will give you facts about like what you're seeing and you go on a hike and it like will go up and down. And so I learned all these facts. And then I today I did the Dundas Peak in Ontario. So all of our Canadians. Oh, Canadians. Um, and the Grand Bazaar in Istanbul I walked through. Oh, my God. And I was like, this is it. like you can do like a 40 minute walk and it's like two seconds because you're like fascinated with all the shit they're showing you. That sounds great. It actually is fun. Yeah. So I thought I kind of like this. This is fun. I don't mind doing this. What so, is this trap? This contraption. Oh, that's the, for your butt, which mine, it doesn't exist. And so it's a DB method and you do these squats on it and you actually. You put your butt on that. Well, thing? yeah, you just put your butt and then you squat up and down and it. It's super hard. You can, I can do like five minutes right now, but Ugh, no, thank you. And I can feel it in my I'm butt, sure. hardcore in my thighs. Like I can feel I'm getting because I'm so out of shape right now. I used right. to kind of be in shape, but I'm a big fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> the iFit people are kind to fat asses. They're very supportive. The coaches that take you on the walks. In- encouraging really glad. the ladies have some biggins some fake really? biggins so they go running yeah. and those biggins do not move look out but they're very kind and so in they're shape. unlike yeah. our biggins no that... our biggins would be not Mm-mm. they would be moving quite a bit i think that's just probably why i don't exercise right well it's hard with biggins the biggins yeah Anyway, I guess let's get started on our episode. That's good. Good stuff. That's yeah. good stuff. So, yeah, Wait, I enjoyed what year are we in? 2008, 2008. which we've had. Um, I was going to tell you about the, you probably saw Juno, right? I did see With it. With Ellen Page, who now mm-hmm. is Elliot right. Page. 
But also, he besides is transgender, them, yeah, is he? Does he? He's a he. He's a he. Now. Yes. Besides he, hit no. Besides him, pronouns are so fucking it's hard. hard. Okay, besides him, I love Jason Bateman, and he was in that. Jason Bateman was so, in it, too. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And Elliot Page played Trina, Mr. Leahy's daughter, in Trailer Park Boys. That's how she got discovered. Oh, my God. Or he. She was Ellen at the time. Right. Um, but she was so hmm. charismatic in that that she started getting noticed. Again, she's Canadian. Thank you, Canada. But um, Elliot Page, he just posted on his Instagram the first time wearing male swim yes, trunks and he looked had so top happy. Surgery, right? He looked great. Wanted with Angelina Jolie came out and talk about being a little. And I don't want to body shame any size at all. No, um, because me as a guntaholic. <laughs> I know it. I know the pain. But my God, this woman was literally a twig mm-hmm. person. And I thought, she's playing an assassin and her arm is so thin. I could break it with my pinky. Mm-hmm. I could just put my pinky around her and break it. And then she was wearing slacks and her legs were so skinny. It no. was like, how are you even standing? Yeah. Yeah. How are you standing and breathing right now? Because you have not had a calorie since 1979. It was... It was too Alarming. much where I the actresses are where you see them in person. I saw Fran Drescher in person and yeah. she was very thin on the nanny as you can, you know, in the uh-huh. cutest outfits and super uh-huh. skinny. I remember thinking, my God, how does she have organs? She was so thin in person. Right. And she looks kind of normal. Normal on yeah. TV. Yeah. So you can imagine. What does it take? Why? But again, women have that pressure mm. to get a role. You have to weigh 82 pounds and be 6'1". Mm-hmm. And it, it, like we talked about Twilight, which gave us much oh, entertainment. Oh, God, Twilight. Those were the days, Sarah. And um, The Wrestler with <gasps> Mickey Rourke. Oh, yeah, I never saw and that. He, I, we, Jamie and I went to see it. It was okay. But I mean, his face, how do you go from being so handsome to looking like you were run over by... An 18-wheeler. I think you do a lot of drugs and drink much too but, much. And then you get punched in the face. I don't know. It's several thousand be, times. I mean, there was plastic surgery errors, clearly, too. And something was horribly wrong. I don't know. But he was good in that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um. That's all I what, had. What would I have gone to see in Nothing. the theater? Nothing. And that Step Brothers I loved, but you wouldn't oh, have yeah. seen. I saw Step Brothers. I lo- thought that was so funny. Yeah. Just um, totally bonkers balls to the wall I liked. The Dark Knight. You wouldn't have seen that with Heath. Poor Heath Ledger no, who passed no, but before I it came see out. That. That's too scary. Uh, and I saw The Twilight, right? And yeah. That, we wouldn't saw that because yeah. we were pissing ourselves at their terrible Yes, wigs. at the wigs. Terrible makeup. So that those were terrible costumes. The two movies I saw yeah. that year was right. There was Twilight and Iron Step Man. Brothers. You wouldn't have seen that. No, but I have seen it since. But yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all I wrote. Like that was. Hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, in 2008, the number one song was "Shorty Got Low." Oh, low, low, Nelly? low, low, Florida yeah. oh, and T Pain. Right. T Pain got apple bottom jeans, boots with the 
Um, yeah. And then the number two song was Bleeding Love by Leona oh, Lewis. Remember? She won keep X Factor or something like keep, that. Keep, keep bleeding love. A Brit. Yep. Uh, number three song was No One by Alicia Keys. Oh, no one, She's talented. no one, no one. Uh, it seemed to be a, the year of Chris Brown Ugh. and Rihanna. So this was before he smashed, he her, smashed face her face his car dashboard. And so fuck you, Chris Brown. But he had like all of his songs well, were popular. Yeah. I mean, they were, were good. Yeah. No That's air with Jordan Sparks. Oh. And um, also one of my all time favorite songs in my top 10 is Apologize by One Republic. That oh, was yeah. the number five song. I still have that right. on many of my playlists. I don't know why I love it. It's that and JoJo. They're on like every sound or every The melody playlist. calls to you. I don't know. It really does. Uh, and then last but not least, Sarah Bareilles, kind of on the other side of that, yeah. uh, was... And, I, and I'm Yours, the Jason Mraz song. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. that was everywhere. I'm yours. Yeah, that's about, I mean. So that's what was happening in yeah. the year that this crime took place. So you can imagine what you were doing then. And we'll learn about Jen and Michael Roseboro. So Jen and Michael Roseboro. They lived in Pennsylvania in Amish yeah. country. Yeah, Reinhold's Pennsylvania. Right, in a very small community. Melanie is from Amish country as well. <laughs> Horn, who doesn't give the compliments. Horn. Horn. Michael Roseboro was part owner of the Roseboro Funeral Home. His grandfather started that, Sarah. Yes. So they show the reenactment Michael. And I wrote yeah. nerdy glasses. Glasses, horrible. And I yeah. wrote, it's mean. Should I say it even if it's mean? Uh-huh. He look, I wrote, looks like a mentally challenged Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> That's super mean, but he did. He had a Dolph Lundgren, but not but the blondish. A, no. Not but that a, blonde like hair. Like him but. doing... A character a that's protruding forehead and then sunken in. Yeah, eyes, something wasn't kind of. right. Yeah, and then right away they sh- talk about him being kind of a poon hound, <laughs> and he's staring at a neighbor woman who is literally watering a bush, yeah. not like her bush, not her own bush. But no. she's what? Nobody waters a bush with a watering can. No. Does anyone go out their yard and water like they're? A bush? Like no. It's like a big hedge bush. Yeah, no. One hedge bush. You may water. With a watering can? You maybe put your sprinklers. Fern. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I didn't know. But then she was being all sexy too. And I thought, gross. But why are you watering your bush with your watering can? That's weird. <laughs> 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 and then they show the real Michael and he's not even handsome. But- and they talk about his handsomeness the whole episode. This was just ridiculous. They kept saying... 
They were the most popular people in the town because they weren't Amish. So apparently that made them popular. Jan was cute, I thought. She looked really pretty in pictures, photogenic, really charismatic. They called him the Ken and Barbie of the town. He was so bland. What the hell? This poor town. If these guys were the Ken and Barbie. Their retinas were burned out and then a eclipse oh, horrible town amish yeah. eclipse yeah yeah they didn't know to wear the glasses the whole no, town didn't know no they didn't and he was the undertaker so i bet he would host clothing drives <laughs> for people like me to come check out the bodies and buy their clothes i know he did and so he was probably very kind i think he was kind to do that and it just made me think of there was a simpsons episode where the funeral director uh, undertaker uh their great aunt had died and he's up there saying he was a good man he was a kind man and after like five minutes they go up and say this is a woman (laughs) he's like this is a woman oh my god and they tell him to go and then they take over i'm like i bet he's done that a few times just talking about the guy in the casket you realize Oh, geez, it's a woman. Remember anyway, when Dorothy's yeah. brother died? Yeah, he was he a cross dresser. Buried in his teddy. Yes, in his teddy. Oh, oh that one was sad. That one was sad. God, Golden Girls. Okay, anyway, Ken and Barbie, dumbasses in Amish country, but soups, pops, yeah. and Ken and Barbie. Jan was popular. Uh, Mike, they said, was very kind. They. You know, he was did a really good job in the funeral home. He would help people out. You know, your grandma died and he would be very kind to your family. Or if an old lady or husband died, he would be very supportive. And, you know, people really liked him. He, I guess, made a huge shitload of cash mm-hmm. doing that, too, which I didn't realize. And then he bought Jan's childhood home and literally built a monstrosity yeah. mansion off Around of it. it. Wings yeah. off of it. The childhood home was there. And then he totally built a mansion off of it that is so weird. It to was me. like a compound. Yes. It had courtyards yeah. and weird wings and yep. sections and then a huge ass pool and in a the pool. back. A really great pool. The pool was awesome. It like. Uh, yeah, it was odd what he Super did. Super weird. But maybe she was into um, it. I don't know. Well, she had two friends that they interviewed. Yes. Lori. What did you and think of Lori's hair? And then Lori's hair looked like um a frightened mop <laughs> or a porcupine in mid attack was on her. a porcupine died at mid attack and then passed on the top of her head that's what it looked like a frightened porcupine and rebecca was the other friend that just looked like a pothead hipster <laughs> I could think of is like you are going to be on a fucking Susan Lucci show and you can't even get your roots touched up. I think she wanted a frosted tips. No, there is totally she gray. Did just the tip joke every time she went into <laughs> the barber and they would say not again, Lori. Lori, please. And Lori, don't tell anyone you come here because I don't want to cut your hair like this. Yeah, this. <laughs> don't ever tell anyone that I did this. Uh, Lori's, or I mean, Rebecca with no, with color on the end of her hair, but not at the roots. She was letting it go natural. Um, like her pubes. <laughs> I bet. She only dyed the ends of her pubes. She, uh, said that 
I want to call her Barbie now because yeah. that's all I could think of. But Jan's smile was amazing. She was pretty in her pictures. She photogenic where she looked really happy and friendly. Yeah. They had four kids. Four. Too many. That is a lot. They would hold backyard parties, which if you have a really nice pool and a really big house and you have your friends there and party and that's really nice. I think. I mean, it's like Nutbar having us over right. now to her above ground, her very w- yeah. small pool. Yes. But still, when right. it's 100 degrees out, that's very fun. And her backyard's gorgeous. It so is. Thanks, Nutbar. All right. Yeah. It was th- those parties looked great. It did. Michael was, though, a known womanizer, which is pretty shitty. And they kept saying he was a good looking guy and had a lot of money. So women would just kind of dig that are women that shallow i mean i am but i mean would women just be like oh he's good looking and it's tons of money even though he's married with four kids i'm gonna go hump him and hope he buys me something i i don't think i don't know because he wasn't he was like a guy you wouldn't even remember his features two seconds later so bland yes like a cia agent where you just look like everybody yeah no you're totally right jan found a receipt from flowers that she didn't get Mm -hmm. and calls him on it and he just blows it off and she just pretty much goes okay so i think she knew all along that he was cheating on her Mm -hmm. she just really i have four kids uh I'm just going to look the other way. So that's what she had done for years, pretty much. When they hit their 20th anniversary, Michael decided they were going to renew their vows. And Jan seemed to be into it. And they told their friends. And so they're planning this beach on the Outer Banks. Surprise wedding, big wedding type of stuff. But Michael then meets, and this reenactment was ungodly. Michael meets 33-year-old Angie Derrick. Mike went to the same coffee shop every morning before work, and Angie would come in, and one morning their eyes met, and it was bonerific time. He got tight in the pants, if you know what I mean. Uh. The reenactment was her with her tits out, going to work in a tits out dress. In a red backless tits out dress tits where dress, are you going yeah. where do you work in the morning where you're wearing a tits out dress and red high heels i i can't put my finger on any i don't place know where that would so be so of course if he's staring at bush waterer he's bonering it up <laughs> with his boner eyes at angie wearing her tits out yeah. dress they would kind of give each other the eye for a few days. Then they start talking outside the coffee shop after a few days and it turned into emailing each other, which turned into telephone calls. And then they were humping in hotel rooms <laughs> and they showed them falling on this filthy hotel room comforter that we all know is filth. Thank you for that progression. Whatever this show is called fatal. No deadly De- affair. Deadly affair. Yes. <laughs> Fatal, I didn't know, but yeah. ends up being fatal. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Their love letters were things like, he would write an email, you brought out the lion in me. What does that mean? Like a jungle cat? Well, that's a dumb thing to say. Right. Uh, Okay. It said that they, that sometimes they would, like, I don't know if it was like the police who found this or something. They were sending some 
each other an email every minute. It was, yeah. Like at times it was like minute. Oh, now it's 7.52. Send you another email. You bring out the lion in me. 7.53. Why don't you just compose yourself? Get your shit together. Put together a good romantic email and then send one a day. Send one. You don't need to send one every fucking minute. Well, and then the reenactment shows Do you know him. how full her yeah. fucking inbox oh, was? So I thought that was so I'm annoying. Weird. You bring out yeah. the tip mouse and me. Honey, I don't why know. do you have a thousand and twenty five notifications in your Gmail? Constantly. Yeah. On your like, phone. I don't know. I signed up for some outlet emails. Right. Like, right. no, come on. They're sending me dead giveaway. Target ones. Yeah. He's on in the kitchen while she's doing dishes on his laptop, writing love emails to her. And they show the reenactment. She just yeah. walks around. He doesn't even close it. No. She's just, he's just like writing about his boner to this lady. And his wife is just looking right at it. And she's like, Oh, well, did we, yeah. Did we talk about that? She knew that he had had other f- affairs before. Right. Yeah. She just went with it. She's yeah. like, whatever. Who cares? Uh, weird but she she lived in that monster house in that small town she probably was talk of the town miss popular maybe um and she wanted to keep the family together of course she wanted to stay in that house yes she wanted she could have stayed in the house and kicked his butthole out Mm -hmm. and why didn't she get rid of him he would have still had to pay for the house and supported the kids i don't know because every time i look him up in real life it's just alarming to me but yeah and it seemed to be only a matter of time before well jan seemed to know something was going on but i don't know if she knew specifically angie was the other woman and angie had a husband and kids yeah so it seemed to be a matter of time before he would figure it out if he didn't already so it's just a you know kind of this dangerous game that mike is playing but he seems to do it all the time and the reenactment again shows Mike in one scene leaving the hotel room like he's just exhausted from humping and wiping his brow, takes Ugh. his glasses off and wipes the sweat off his face and puts his glasses back on. And there's a guy down the hallway that gives him a look. Like anyone in the hallway of a hotel gives two mm-hmm. shits who comes out the door. I don't care about you. No. But they're looking at him like, I know you're having an affair yeah. in there. No, he doesn't. Maybe it was because Mike is so weird looking. Yeah, they were like, your face is <laughs> your face alarming. Is off. <laughs> Something <laughs> right. Something's not right. And your glasses are very small. Very small for your big, giant head. Yeah. Mike and Angie are hot and heavy in their affair. They're also texting weird stuff. And she's saying she wants to be the new Mrs. Roseboro. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give up everything. I and he's saying I'll I'll give up everything if that's what it takes to be your husband. He's freaking out at the thought of divorce, of course, because he makes a ton of money. They live in a huge house. He knows she's going to get the house, but they said also he would lose custody of his children. No, he wouldn't. No, they. It would take a whole lot for that to happen. Yeah, and he can even be the grossest dick alive, and he's still going to get you custody can, of his yeah, children. You can be a huge like, crackhead and still have custody of your kids. So that wasn't an excuse. He would have just had to pay some money. But if you make tons of money, who cares? You're going to make more, you dumb right. asshole. I mean, money, if this is what you want is to be with this dumbass Angie, you'll still get to see your children. You'll buy another big house. You still make a lot of money. Who cares? I don't know why this doesn't why this is so scary to men right 
uh, idiot. He's worried again that this life he wants to keep his lifestyle. Jan is going to get half of everything. Of course, who cares? And she's taking care of your kids most of the time right. too. Just provide her with a nice area for your children, a nice car, a nice home. Oh my god, you dumb butthole! Right. One instance, Jan, they showed, or they say that Jan was talking to her daughter saying, where's your dad? And the daughter said, well, he said he went to the funeral home to do some paperwork. And Jan told her, well, it's amazing how much paperwork your dad has lately. So she obviously knew that he was out having an affair-ish, or he was at the funeral home holding a clothing drive. Or (laughs) hopping a corpse? No. I don't know. I hope he didn't do that. No. Angie, meanwhile, is feeling, they said, like a kid in a candy store because she's having a rich guy buy her all this crap. And she's starting to feel like, you know, I got the rich, popular guy of the town and he loves me and I'm getting all this stuff and he's buying me, spending money on me and all this weird, dumb crap. And she's not going to let him go. It all comes to a head, as they say. Yep. July 22nd, 2008. They say Jan was out at the beginning of the day going to the bank and doing, quote, mom, mom things. things. So just what is mom? That? What are mom things mean. like doing absolutely everything while your husband's literally fucking some woman in a shitty hotel? I'm, like going to Target, going to the bank, running errands, cleaning the house, taking your kids to sports, picking up everything, taking the dog to the vet, or getting your dog a haircut, mm. dropping off clothes, picking up stuff, returning yeah. this and that, getting yeah. the car fixed, picking yeah. it back up, yeah. taking care of cutting the grass, watering the grass, dealing with any idiot who's watering delivering a anything, watering a bush, doing absolutely everything while your husband's literally just being a huge mm-hmm. puke. And Mike was literally in a hotel with Angie the whole morning while she was doing mom things. Yep. That evening, Michael, I guess, decides to remember he has kids. And he tell he oh, said what? that he put the kids to bed. And Jan wanted to go out. It was a night, nice, warm night. She mm-hmm. wanted to go have some wine out by their pool. That sounds fantastic. To have it be night and have, like, pool lights. that You would feel like you're on vacation all the time. Yeah. And sit in yes. a warm night and have a wine and just have it be quiet. Yeah. And kids are asleep. That sounds like heaven. I bet she actually did do that sometimes. I don't think that was the case this night. No. Mike went right to bed. Well, all right, fucker. Yeah. You wouldn't go join your wife for a drink out and by the pool. He put the kids to bed and then he That's went hard. to bed. And it's I hard just to do want one thing. to say, yeah. how did all four of those kids stay in bed? I don't God know. God damn it. They must have melatonin them. I mean, I will never, ever be murdered just for the sheer fact that none of my children sleep are ever sleeping. They never go to bed and they're never in their bed. You'll never be murdered. (laughs) Ever. There's always a witness. They never leave you alone. Right? Mike wakes up and is like, where's my wife? (laughs) Where is she? And he says that the pool lights were on so we had to go check them well who gives two hot shits yeah don't aren't the pool lights for night anyway dumb asshole right? leave them on for ambience yeah. ambience neighbors that's when he goes out to the pool because again the lights are on he's getting 
who knows he had to go check that and he finds jan floating in the pool and pretty pretty much dead she was Mostly dead. Mostly as dead. As they say in The Princess Bride. His 911 call is this. Oh my God. This tone. I think my wife just drowned. Excuse me, sir, what? What did you say? I think my wife just drowned. Is she breathing? I I don't think so. Jesus. That was that literally was how, how he yeah. was speaking. Yeah. No, mo- just monotone. Yeah. No concern. No care. Obviously, clearly not even out of breath trying to save her or anything. Are there awards for like uh, podcasting, like best podcast actors award? Because I think we might be nominated. <laughs> we should for that. be for that one. Yeah. Okay. Can someone be. nominate that us? That was really Thank good. You. That right. was really good. Find out where to send your nomination and Megan McDermott ASAP. as nine one one call dispatch and Sarah Nelson <laughs> as Mike Roseborough. Douche. <laughs> Douche. <laughs> when the paramedics arrive, Mike is literally just standing like a zombie douche in the corner, like Pacing around the pool. Right. Pacing a bit, but they said he wasn't frantic. He wasn't in isn't tizzy. Seeing your spouse has drowned, you would be trying to give CPR. Right? Even if you don't know CPR, you've seen it enough on TV. You get the gist. Yeah. You know enough to <laughs> yes. blow in their mouth and pound on their you chest. Sing, staying alive, you stupid right. fuck. Yeah. I mean, you know enough to try something. Yep. You would be doing that if that's your child, if that's your friend, yeah. if that's your, you would be doing something until paramedics came to help yep. them. Or you would try to, you know, like in all those sea movies where people drowned, you'd be pounding their lungs and trying to have them barf yep. up water or something, you know, and then they barf it up and go, oh, gosh, what happened? Really? You'd be trying something or hysterical. And he's just standing there. He wasn't even wet. They said he was totally, his clothes were totally dry. So how did he even get her out? They were super confused. Like, was she in the water? Right. Now she's like, not, you didn't even try to help her. The fact that he was dry was weird to them. He also doesn't go with her in the ambulance. He just says, I'm going to stay home. Even though neighbors were around and things that could have watched the kids. So they said it was so sad. Susan, Susan Lucci says she died all alone in the emergency room. Yeah. Like two hours later. Isn't that sad? It's really sad. And four kids, you know, and they're just sleeping through it all. And this disaster is happening. And this is where he's the dumbest fucker ever when he's like, I tried to rescue her. But yeah, you have not even a drop of water he on was- your body bone dry you did nothing if you touched her at least something would be wet because she would have be so right so he literally didn't even attempt to get her out of the pool or resuscitate her even though he said he did like, and what we find out is he completely changed fucking clothes yeah. was too dumb to yes. even think idiot oh the police go back to look at the scene the neighbors say that the pool lights weren't mm-hmm. on. Nobody was by the pool. That's weird. So that part of his story was incorrect, according to the neighbors. 
There also was no sign of a slip and fall. But if we were hammered, we would just fall in, not True. even over anything. No. We would just fall right, walk literally into the pool and drown. We've because been... we'd be still trying to drink out of our glass <laughs> yeah. in the water. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not realizing we're drowning. Oh, yeah. We would do that for yeah. sure. Yep. That, though, was not the case because the coroner in the autopsy found that she had blunt force trauma and was strangled. Strangulation. Why? She She did have water in her lungs, so Uh she did drown. But you don't then get strangled Uh -uh. by what a hose and you're you're then pounding your head on the cement and drowning at the right. same time no. accidentally? No. That doesn't happen even if you're as hammered as I've seen some of my friends be. <laughs> they can't even do that to themselves for right. sure. Right. What an idiot. No. There's so many there was so much against her body that it was marked a murder because yep. she was murdered. Yep. Idiot. This part I did the transcript and this part was not in the show but it was in the transcript which was hilarious. I wish it would have been. What? Okay, tell Michael's me. first uh story to the police was that she just decided to go out that night by the pool and put on forty thousand dollars worth of her jewelry and that someone probably saw it and robbed her and killed her oh no where's the jewelry oh i guess they would have taken it it. but who what woman is gonna be in her sweatpants after her diarrhea at night dealing with her kids all day and then puts on 40 grand of jewelry to go out to your pool and booze no one no one does that except maybe johanna whatever her name was from overboard she would have she would have yeah joanna would have for sure yeah Absolutely, she would have dropped it in the water, and then she fell in the water. Yeah, but she would no, not Jan Jan. Roseboro. No, Jan would not have done that. So that was a joke, and they were the police were dying laughing at that. He then um, tells a story of like I don't know what happened because our marriage was so great. Of course, that's a lie because instantly all of the townspeople who know of his constant cheating tell the police right away. Well, go talk to Angie. Derek, they've been fucking because they've been fucking forever, and she's months. the other woman. Yeah, they call Angie in, and right away she admits to the affair. She tells them pretty much everything they want to know. She tells them, you know, about their emails. They were going to have a fantasy wedding, which the police thought was bonkers. That they're planning this huge wedding when they're still married, right, to their spouses who don't really even know about their affair. It was like delusional the one guy called it or whatever. Angie has a rock solid alibi. Her husband, who's super pissed at her because he's just found out that she's been having an affair with the more, this idiot. He says she was in bed all night. She was home all night. And what can he do if he's going to, even if it wasn't true, if he's going to stick with that story, the police, they can't go anywhere with that. So they just say, okay, she's alibied by her husband. He hates her enough that if she really wasn't there, he probably would have said she wasn't there. Right. Because I think he's pretty pissed. They tell Angie then, too, that you do know this dick Mike has been seeing other women cheating with other women besides you and that's when she actually gets upset not oh really that jan God. is dead but that she's the other woman too she 
this was bizarre. Oh my god! And then she called him from <laughs> the interrogation yeah, yeah. room. The police are smart to do that. Yeah, and they were. Like, she was like, "Why didn't you tell me about Kathy?" <laughs> Kathy's a horn dog. Yeah, and I mean, she was just. She was hysterical. Not because he was married and had four kids. And that he was a murderer. And didn't bother her. his wife, but that he also had an affair with Kathy. That bitch, Kathy. Kathy's a super whore. what put her over the edge. Mm -hmm. And she was pretty much like, you're dead to me, Mike, after that, because he porked Kathy. Yep. Mike comes in, talks to the police. He has scratch marks all over his face that he blames on his daughter. But when they look at that daughter, she didn't even have nails. She would bite her nails down. And so he picked the wrong daughter. Yep. Picked the wrong kid. While Jan had a huge, nice manicure and had long nails. And when they took DNA from under Jan's nails, it was Mike's DNA, which you might have your husband's under the, but usually you're not in a pool. If you drown in a pool and you still have DNA really embedded under your nails, you were scratching the shit out of them or something. Right. His DNA is there. His story is complete shit. He is having an affair he has a lot of kind of these strikes against Mm -hmm. him he goes to trial and is guilty he tries to pull the act that you know she just drowned he is serving a life sentence they do show a current mugshot he's still not handsome and he has like a wayward eye an eye that is just (laughs) heading out west (laughs) An eye that got on that wagon train and is just saying, see ya, and is heading to the gold fields, while the other eye is staying out east. That one eye is just going to wide open spaces. And I thought, hmm, what about this man made Kathy and all those others say, hey, yeah, I'm going to sign up for this. Um. I don't get it. I don't know. Is it money? Is that what is is money what does all this? I I can't. He even. was a, an undertaker. He I smelled like dead like people. Formaldehyde was his cologne. Yes. It wasn't hot panther dog. Sex panther. Sex no. Panther. I I don't understand. It wasn't even Dracar Noir. No, you're around dead bodies all day. It's fucking formaldehyde you have an eye that is in japan and the other eye <laughs> is in london uh. what about you sir is getting all these women i have lived in small towns and not once have i ever tried to find the lion of the town and get with the hot stud of the town right. is that a thing ish Yes. Oh, anyway, just then those poor four children, they have this douche for a dad, their poor mother. I just feel so terrible for her just to be taken. I'm sure she just what he brought her out there for some reason. And somehow 
grabbed her maybe threw her in the pool and started bashing her head on the side or something they said he held her under then was probably strangling her and holding her under until she died went inside clearly obviously and dried off and changed his clothes and then just left her there and how are the children not asking for water or a dessert or a night snack no your kids would have been out of bed 19 times already (laughs) And asking every question under the sun and asking for everything. Oh, my God. Um, The very last picture that they showed of Jan and Michael. Jan, you're going to shit your pants when I tell you who I thought she looked like. Because out of the blue, before we started recording, you said something about Meredith Baxter Bernie. Yes. And I wrote. You did? The last oh, quest, the last picture oh. that they put I on there of Jan, I wrote, oh, oh my did. God, she looks just like Meredith Baxter Bernie. Elise kind of Keaton. Look alike. Like Elise Keaton. There was just one picture where she had kind of yes. short hair like Elise. And I was like, oh my God, that looks just like her. And then when you said that tonight, I was just like, blew she my was on both of our minds. Yeah, she was. Uh, I have some information. I don't, did you look up outside no, information? No, I didn't on this douche. This uh, story from Deadly Affairs left out one major point oh, no. of contention. And that was that Angie was fucking pregnant. Oh, no. With Michael's kid. And not her husband's? Correct. Ugh. I bet that also made him panic. So she was pregnant and whatever, it was his. uh, She, you know, then they had her call, which is why she was so distraught, right? Not only because it was like, who's Kathy? But also like, oh, my God, I'm pregnant with your fucking kid. And he's a monster player. And you just killed your wife. um, And she had his baby it was a boy and they talked to each other like from the hospital she called him and said i just have your son Ugh, what bad talk about bad choices angie bad really choices. bad i bet he thought jan's gonna find out about this now and freak out and divorce me for sure because mm-hmm. that's really hard to overlook in town Mm-hmm. And I bet he just freaked out and thought she's going to take all of my money. I'm not going to have my house. I'm not going to have my pool to party with everybody. I'm going right. to live in some shitty apartment and have five kids and pay child support and support this. I bet he freaked out and just yeah. then found out about that and killed her. Yep. Oh, what a titmouse moron. Yeah. Meredith Baxter, Bernie bitch. God damn it. Roseboro. Just he give her sucks. her old house back and go move in with right. It's Andy big enough. And your baby. All of you live together. Yeah, just all of you live together. You, yeah, you have one wing of the house, and he can have another. All your kids can live together. It's like fucking sister sure. wives. That sounds fun. <laughs> she and I don't think would have even cared. No, this mm. was a forty-eight hours as well, and they. Oh, it was. Yes, they um, hmm. interviewed Angie. Oh, Angela, and that's see, how I gotta yes. watch some of those. Just yeah, to see what look she's at like. What she actually? Oh, good grief! Yeah, she looks like um a little mm. bit like 
I was gonna say like the nun, the one nun from Sister Act. She looks like Tyne Daly from yeah. Cagney and Lacey. She does look, but like younger. Yeah. Daly. Yeah, but she looks like she could wear some pantsuit and kick down a door. Yep. I don't. Jan was way more attractive than Angie. Oh. So, there's no way. Tyne An- Daly, yeah. Meredith Baxter, Bernie. Right. Who's yeah. going to both hardcore lesbians. Yeah. But who is more beautiful? Well, Elise Keaton. Actually, is Tyne Daly a lesbian? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I should call people that if I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't think so actually but, but i don't know meredith baxter bernie is she is yeah she was married and right then she yeah she came out and then later in life oh no she was married to a man she was but then she became no but i mean tyne daly oh yeah tyne daly i don't think was i'm sorry tyne well you but know. she looked hardcore <laughs> bitch in cagney and Lacey. she was also she was a four-time Emmy Award winner. Yeah, she's a good actress. And, and what's her name? Gypsy. Cagney or Lacey is the other one is Sharon Glenn. Yeah. Yeah. She's been doing some stuff that she's been really good. Yeah. Oh. Oh my God. Just right now from Wikipedia, I realized that Tyne Daly and Tim Daly from Wings are brother and sister. No way. Yes. They don't even look anything alike. No, and I love Tim Daly. Yeah. Yeah, everybody loves him. He's hot. My God, I did not know that. I just... Is Tiffany Daly also is Tiffany related Daly? to Daly? Tiffany, are you related <laughs> to Tyne and Tim? <laughs> Tyne and Tim and Tiffany! That is so weird. Oh my God. Anyway, that is our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. And join us next week. If you wanted to hear more again, you can join our Patreon and... Follow us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all of that stuff. So find pictures and all that that we put out there of these, <laughs> these uh, memory challenge yeah. self lungrins. That's oh, so mean. Really mean. But I don't know. I f- Ugh, I'm sorry. We are. We apologize for our terrible souls. I'm sorry that I thought Tyne Daly was a lesbian. But you too, called her a hardcore lesbian. I'm sorry. I just called him a mentally challenged Dolph Lundgren. That's not as bad. I, <laughs> I didn't even know. I'm Nobody sorry. knows. All right. Tyne. Tyne, our forgiveness. Tyne, I mean, Tim, Tyne Tiffany. and Tim. <laughs> Tiny Tim. Tim and Tiffany. God damn it. We love you. Yes. Have All right. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.